0: Hey, and welcome to Making Sense with Dustin Lamontang from Mackey Research Capital. I'm Bryn Griffiths. Dustin, how are you today? Ah,
1: fantastic, Bryn.
0: Hey, what is ESG investing?
1: Uh, ESG stands for Environmental, Social, and Governance Investing. Okay. It's probably, um, the, uh, the biggest movement right now in the investment industry, um, I won't call it a fad because I, I think it's here to stay, um, whereas some movements have, uh, you know, in investing have been fads over the years. That definitely, um, this is where the market is going. Uh, people that are investing, particularly institutional investors, um, mutual funds, uh, pension funds, uh, government, sovereign wealth funds. They want to know that they're putting their money in companies that are, uh, you know, following good governance uh, practices.
0: Okay, well, let's, let's break it down. Let's start with the E. So the E obviously is environmental, I'm guessing.
1: Yeah, it's environmental. And, and in its simplest form, it's, you know, how, how is the company, um, you know, in tune with nature? Are, are they doing the, the proper things from an environmental perspective? Are are they dumping, uh, you know, uh, poisonous liquids into rivers and lakes? Yeah. Or are they, uh, you know, operating under the strictest uh, environmental guidelines, you know, so that we have clean air and clean water? Are they following climate, uh, climate change procedures or, or are they leaning their business in that direction? That sort of thing.
0: Here's something I've always wondered about this. People seem to care about that. But when push comes to shove and they're investing, does it, is that really a major factor or is it just them talking a good game?
1: Well, it, that, that's where the change has happened in, in the last, uh, I'll, I'll call it even the last couple of years, is that you've had uh, a strong movement from the actual pension funds and, and mutual fund industries themselves and, and wealth managers. Um they, they actually have people employed now, uh, managers of ESG, uh, you know, VP of ESG, so to speak. And their whole main goal and directive is to engage, uh, you know, the board of directors and the management of different companies that they're looking at investing in and making sure that they're following these uh, guidelines and practices.
0: And are the consumers or the clients for you, are they uh, just as in, I know, I'm, I'm sure they're well aware of what's going on, but as I said, do they also practice what they preach?
1: You know, I, I think it's a mixed bag. I would say it's a very small percentage of my overall client base that is really paying attention to that. Okay. But I think that they appreciate if they have an advisor who is actually looking in that direction on their behalf. So, um, definitely some of the, you know, some areas are very obvious, like, uh, to give an example, not many of my clients would want me to be buying Smith and Wesson, uh, stock for them. (laughs) Uh, you know, things like tobacco stocks. Um, but you know, some of the companies might not be so obvious, like uh, a company like Caterpillar, you know, that that's a worldwide company. They operate in, you know, 150 different countries. What are they doing from an ESG perspective? Um, I think my clients are expecting me to uh, look into that sort of thing and make sure that we're buying those companies that fit the mold.
0: Okay, so that's the E. What about the S?
1: Well, the S is, uh, you know... from a social perspective and it's, it's not the, um, you know, the, the social warrior aspect that you might uh, hear, uh, in, in media, um, these people that are getting on their keyboard and commenting about every single thing. It's Mm -hmm. more how a company is interacting with uh, their employees, suppliers, uh, customers, and, and the communities they're doing business in. So I think that, um, People and, and, and institutions want to do business with companies and invest in companies that are, are good corporate citizens. Um, whether it's uh, donating, uh, you know, staff or, or money, uh, time to volunteer, uh volunteering for causes in the community or uh, whether they're making sure their pay is aligned, uh, you know, that, you know, men aren't earning more than women uh, making sure there's no sexual harassment um, or harassment of any kind in, in the workplace, that sort of thing. And I think that's really important. Um, You know, I I personally wouldn't want to be investing in a company that uh, slights um, you know, women or minorities or um, you know, is, is, not a good corporate citizen overall in in the community that they're doing business in.
0: We keep hearing about shopping local. Well, a lot of these multinational companies are hiring local people. Is that shopping local as well? Uh, how do I, you see how do you see that? Because I got a view on that as well. Everybody does.
1: I think it is to a certain extent. I mean, uh, you know, if somebody like Amazon setting up a, a, a one and a half million uh, square foot distribution facility in in Laduke. Um, it's going to be hard for, for local retail to, to compete with that. But, of course, Amazon's not uh, offering you any service either. So I think that's really the way retail is, is going to go. You have to have a, a service attached to whatever you're selling these days because mm-hmm. uh, if you're just selling a widget that looks like everybody else's widget, Amazon's probably going to do it better and cheaper
0: than you, than you can. Okay, and then the G part of ESG.
1: Uh, the G part is, uh, you know, from that perspective, it's it's how does the executive leadership of the company uh, balance things like pay, shareholder rights, auditing. Um, from that perspective, I think that... Uh, that's more of an institutional aspect, the governance. I don't think the average investor buying stock is uh, really paying attention to what the board of General Electric or Microsoft is doing. Uh, but from a shareholder rights perspective, if you're a mutual fund or a pension fund that's going to put you know ten or fifteen percent, uh, or buy a ten or fifteen percent position in a large company, you want to make sure that that management is is uh, you know doing everything right from a governance perspective.
0: Okay, pros in terms of looking at this?
1: Uh, One of the major uh, pros is that you can uh, sometimes avoid financial pitfalls. Okay. Um, So, you know... And Financial and reputational pitfalls, for that matter, because, you know, you don't want to get caught in, uh, you know, investing in a company that uh, has a management uh, structure or an executive culture that could sink the company, you know, in in one fell swoop. So uh, a good example of that has been some of the Me Too movement that happened in Hollywood. You know, you've seen people's careers uh, just die overnight. And saying.
0: companies and, and monstrous companies.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Weinstein company was no slouch. They're huge and they, they were done overnight, right? So yeah. I think that, you know, the, the G, the governance is very important uh, from that perspective. And if, if you can do a bit of due diligence, um, you know, in, in, in terms of, uh, researching a company and, and their board and their management and, and, uh, you know, you'll, you'll never eliminate those, uh, those one-off events completely, but if you do due diligence and, and reduce your, your, uh, chances of, uh, one of those events occurring, that's the best you can do.
0: Okay. So we've talked about the pros, but what about the cons?
1: Well, the, the cons are, you know, th- definitely there is a, a bit of a drawback to, to ESG, um, You know, of course, it has a cost. Anytime you add a layer of uh, of government or uh, or sorry, anytime you add a layer of regulation. Um, whether it be in companies or government, you're going to have a cost to doing that. You're going to have staffing costs. You're going to have policy costs. Um, also, there there's, uh, you know, a little bit, if you start eliminating sectors altogether, um, that can reduce diversification and, and uh, you know, increase risk. So definitely we, we want to be cognizant to that. um there's uh, there's actually a, a company out there that's been around for a long time, which tracks uh, ESG investing. They were doing it long before it was popular. It's called the Jancy Social Index. And uh, essentially, that was a um, an index of companies similar to like if you looked at the TSX, uh, except they they took sort of the the TSX and then took all the what they viewed as unethical companies out of the index. So ah. they they had uh, you know criteria for for that, um, and that that's a you know an, a discussion for another day. But um, you know they're looking for companies that have all those ESG. Uh, boxes ticked off and if if they you know had enough boxes ticked they'd get into the index so um, interesting Yeah. And, and, you know, there's a, there's a host of other um, investments that concentrate on ESG directly, uh, ethical mutual funds, ethical uh, exchange traded funds. Um, I haven't really gone that route because I don't want to specifically exclude sectors. I think you can paint an entire sector with a negative brush, but you can have good companies operating within those sectors as well. So, um, I I've chosen to look at the, the ESG from a company specific perspective, uh, for my clients.
0: Here's the thing I love about the podcast is that you answer a lot of stuff for me, but you also create more questions and people can get a hold of you.
1: You bet. Call me on my cell 780-905-7729.
0: And the uh, email address, if somebody wants to drop you a note, it's uh, d lamontang
1: at com.
0: And also to make sure you check out the website too, which is com. Thanks for your time today. All was great.
1: Thanks, Brian.